Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Lucian Gothier, and I am here with David Avocado-Wolf. We are gearing up for the Women's Wellness Conference Friday, October 9th to Sunday, October 11th at our favorite venue, the Hilton Orange County Costa Mesa, California Hotel. This is a place where we've really come to regard it as our home in terms of events, wouldn't you say, Dave? We've just had such a great time here over the years. I think we've done at least a dozen events in that hotel, and it does feel like home. And it's incredible how how supportive the staff is at that hotel. And it's a great location, so close to John Wayne Airport and just less than an hour from LAX. We've got some amazing speakers. We've got Marianne Williamson coming, Vanny Hari, the food babe, Dr. David Villarreal, Nadine Artemis, who's been, I think, at almost all of our events, Dr. Sarah Godfried, who's really, I, I think she's really coming into her own as a speaker and author and a lecturer. For people who aren't familiar with our live events and kind of what to expect. David, what would you say is sort of like the driving force behind these events? We do the Longevity Now conference. Now we're doing the Women's Wellness Conference. What is it that maybe we could let the new people kind of come to understand our purpose, our mission, the function of these events? It's so great to get together with like-minded people. There's, There's actually nothing more powerful than that. Because of social media, because of our computers and the internet, we are able to connect with like-minded people, but it's not in person. And there's a difference. And we get together, we get into this mode of hyper-learning. Another piece of this puzzle is we've got an incredibly well-organized event, an incredibly well-organized team. So if you're new to coming to an event like this, I think you'll be very, very happy with the way that the event runs and the smoothness of it all and the way that each seminar or lecture kind of flows into the next one. So you put all those pieces together, and I'll, I'll call that magic. And we set the bar very high, and that uh, that comes from you and your example that you show. In this interview, we're going to talk a little bit about beauty, what people can do to improve their internal and external beauty, some tips and tricks. Not only maintain beauty, but also hand-in-hand hand with that is youthfulness, vitality, vibrancy. And let's talk about the connection between beauty and youthfulness. It's so amazing, the information that we've been able to gather and, and what we understand now, Taoist tonic herbalism and, and the entire history of that and longevity. You know, that's a 5,000-year history. We bring that in, right into the middle of this event and every aspect of it. Now, I do want to talk about every aspect of it because ultimately beauty is youth and beauty is a feeling. It's a state. It's a it's a feeling of consciousness. And that's where we start the spiritual aspect. You have to have a countenance about you that's that suggests a deep inner calm and happiness. And I really believe that that is one of the core aspects of beauty. You know, that's something that we really work on is just always coming in from the top, the spiritual cascading down and having that countenance where you feel at one with the universe and you feel at one with, with your body and yourself and your whole you know mission and everything, all those pieces of your life. That's the first piece. The second piece is emotional poise and being emotionally well-centered. And this is something some of us have to work on harder than others. Some people have more anger issues. Some people are more timid. And we have to work through those issues through our life and get to that point of balance, which is poise. You know, when you poise a rock up on another rock, it's that perfect balance that you find. And that's really a key here as well, is it's the old Aristotelian golden mean, which is not too hot, not too cold. Um, Dr. Sarah Godfrey and I call that the Goldilocks position. And that's where we want to be emotionally right in that, that center space and try not, not, not to get dragged off of it too much. And if you do get dragged out of it, come back with forgiveness 
and, and you try to make amends and, and with either with yourself or others and, and bring yourself back to that emotional poise. The other piece is mental alertness, awareness, and learning. So those are very important aspects of mentally how we're going to ourselves up each day. So we're alert, we're aware, we're in a state of constant learning, and that suggests beauty. That's that's what it's all about. And the more that we do that, the more we engage in those kinds of practices, always looking at everything that's happening, whether your kids are you know freaking out or somebody gets hurt or whatever the situation is, we're always coming at that from a state of learning. And, and that's the mental position. When we get down to the physical, we start looking at all the pieces of the puzzle. And I'm going to cover this, by the way, at the Women's Wellness Conference. Again, those dates, by the way, are, are coming up. And I think October 9th through 11th is just around the corner for most of us. So if you plan to be there, I'm going to get into this. things like oil pulling, brushing your teeth. Halitosis is a mortal sin. Now, when it comes to beauty, you want to smell good and you want your breath to smell good. The, the whole self-care. What are you going to do? What are you going to put on your skin? Your skin's the last area to get nutrition. So we want to make sure that we use some kind of topical support for our skin. I really like olive oil, coconut oil, cacao butter, sea buckthorn oil. I'm going to get into all those, by the way. But it's that outer self-care and that inner self-care, which is diet, your diet and lifestyle, so that when you're green on the inside, you're clean on the inside, you're keeping yourself clean on the inside, and you're also keeping yourself pure and beautiful on the outside. To taking that time each day, what it really comes down to is that time each day to be disciplined and step away from everything that you're doing and take some time for yourself. I really was able to get some leverage on this by realizing that I always do take time to myself to brush my teeth. So I started adding in a few other things, flossing, showering and spring water, the skincare we were talking about, taking a little time also for prayer, uh, taking a little bit of time to, to find that balance of all physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, which is, you know, comes down to prayer. And often that comes with sun gazing. So all of those pieces are balanced precariously often in our lives. And we try to just get to a deeper sense of poise, both spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And Dave, one of the things that I see you delivering to people from the stage is a message of hope, a message of you can start anywhere, no matter where you are, no matter where you happen to be starting your health journey, you can begin wherever you're at and you give people such hope and confidence. And one thing I notice is people walking in maybe a little bit unsure or they're a little bit, you know, maybe not very confident. And then when they come out and they've taken all these notes and they've heard you speak, they are filled with a sense of confidence and empowerment. And that I see is it's, it's a very attractive quality. It's a very beautiful quality when you see people coming out. You seem to deliver that in spades at these events. Thank you. I really I really have cultivated that through all my events over all the, these years, the last 22 years. And I feel like that's what's needed in the world. We need some support in that area. We've got so much negativity coming at us from so much media. All you got to do is just throw that out and step into hope. Step into a place where you feel like things can improve. And there's a great Napoleon Hill quote where he said, the beginning of success is realizing that the way it is now is not the way it has to be, that you can change it. And that's a great place to start. You can change your life. You can change what's happening in your life. You can change your surroundings. You can change the people you're associating with. And you can do it with, with joy and grace, too. That's something that we all have to learn in a different way. And also, one last piece, and this is the thing that I really am going to focus on throughout the entire Women's Wellness Conference, and that is a fundamental underlying belief under everything that the universe is constructed magically instead of mathematically. 
that there's some aspect of consciousness and joy inside of every piece of the universe. I think that that really provides a, a great starting position to cultivate beauty physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Dave, I would like to get your take on one sort of kind of like chunky little piece of the puzzle. And there's so many articles coming out now on sleep. And we live in a society where we literally are glued to our smartphones, our tablets, and our computers almost all day long. We go to bed with them. We watch TV. And it seems like the quality of our sleep collectively is under assault. What role does this play in our ability to sort of restore, regenerate? And they talk about, quote, beauty sleep. Do you see that as being one of a one of the main issues that that we're going to have to tackle in some way, shape, or form in the coming years and decades? Definitely, sleep disorders, insomnia, are literally an epidemic. It's an enormous issue, and there's there's a connection right between the idea of beauty sleep and not necessarily getting too much sleep, but getting quality sleep. That's really the key of it all is getting quality sleep. So, for example. One of my daily disciplines, it's part of my beauty diet health routine, is actually getting inverted twice a day, which means I get my legs and hips above my heart at least twice a day. And that's really, really nice at the end of the day. For example, the other day I carried a lot of weight, went into the forest, dug up all kinds of debris, brought it back to the house, all kinds of things like that. It was just really a physically active day and I was really sore. And, but I had to get up early the next morning and get going. So I, I threw the, the pillows under my hips on my couch, threw my legs up over the back of the couch, and then was laying essentially inverted on the couch so that my, my hips are above my head and my heart and my legs are above my hips. Now, if you can get a quality sleep in that way, I do that in hotel rooms a lot. You can, you can literally get away with maybe three hours of sleep when you, you would have needed six. Now, it's hard to sleep like that the first time because it's a weird position because you're kind of upside down, right? Again, you, I put the pillows, instead of putting the pillows under my head, I put them under my hips and they got my legs elevated and usually on a couch so you can throw them up over the, the back of the couch. And then you're kind of laying so that you're, you're completely upside down. That's a really helpful way to get yourself rejuvenated. The number one cause of exhaustion being worn out is adrenalization. And that's what causes us to be able to stand up. The number one thing that's causing attacks on our adrenals by far is standing up. And so all you have to do is follow that yogi advice, that ancient yogic wisdom to get inverted a couple times a day. And you immediately turn gravity, which is usually a toxin, and you flip it and you make it a medicine. Because it's allowing your body to rest and de-adrenalize, shut the adrenaline off. Let's wrap up this interview by talking about some of the simple herbs and superfoods people can begin to incorporate in their diet that will help them to kind of get that tonification. As you've taught that that tonifying property of those herbs, you know, it basically keeps everything toned, your skin, your organs, your blood. That's going to have a significant impact uh, on our health and our beauty. Definitely. I, I do want to mention three of my favorite tonic herbs for beauty. Again, 5,000 year history. Longan. Longan is a, it's a lychee type of fruit. It's, it's got a kind of a hard exterior. Sometimes they call them lychee nuts because you have to kind of crack the exterior and then you're into the juicy bit around the seed. Extremely tough plant. Wow. I've been growing lychees 
I've seen some amazing things about lychees. One of the toughest fruit trees in the world, I'd say. And, and a beauty food par excellence and a beauty super herb. Another one that's in there, Shizandra. Shizandra, arguably the greatest fruit of all, arguably the greatest super fruit of all, arguably the greatest herb of all time. The five flavor fruit, Wu Wei Ji. It, it's a super tonic adaptogen, immunological, beautifying. It's had, a, it, again, a history of being used for beauty going back thousands of years. You can't, another one that's like that is pearl. Pearl calcium, which is the crushed up pearls, instead of wearing them as a necklace, crush them up to a powder and eat them. You always want to shop, by the way, for the smallest pearls. Those are the ones that are used for eating instead of the big ones that you'd use for a necklace. Other things I want to mention about beauty is the delivery system, which is, of course, going to be cacao and, and the oils and chocolate, chocolate oils. That's the noble essence. That's the beauty essence. That is the, that contains the great beauty oil of all, which is cacao butter or cocoa butter. Absolutely excellent. Another great one, olives. Olives have that thousands of years of history of being a beauty food. I like to eat them black when they naturally ripen so that oil is fully present and, and it has that rich liquor note. It just, it just reeks of that ancient Greek ideal of beauty. It's just incredible. And then another thing I want to mention, coconuts, coconut products. Um, coconut is one of the great foods on the planet. It, in Sanskrit, it means the food that gives you everything you need to live and the oils and the, the incredible meat, the young, especially the young, like almost when it's a jelly meat, when the coconut's just developing, if you cut them open at that time, drink the water and then get that jelly meat out. One of the most youthening, one of the most refined foods of all. All right, fantastic. And we can't wait to hear all the different angles that you're going to be taking on this and many other subjects at the Women's Wellness Conference. Again, that's Friday, October 9th to Sunday, October 11th. You can get your tickets today. Our early bird ticket price at the moment is 197 so you want to take advantage of that before it goes up. And you also want to book at the hotel so that you're with everybody else. There will be a lot of opportunities and chances to meet and mingle with many people throughout the weekend. So we're really looking forward to this. What sort of, uh, what's the latest and greatest in your research? I'm having so much fun gardening right now that that's kind of what I'm working on is, is a permaculture system for this far up North where, where I've got a, a place in Canada and I've just been working on, on gilding and, and putting different plants together to, to protect all of them, to, to protect everyone in the group. Because I live in a wild environment. Deer can come in here. Bears can come in here. I found a, a massive porcupine in my apple tree the other day in the middle of the night. I was walking out there, and there was like something massive in the middle of the tree. I'm like, geez, what in the world is that? And it was a porcupine. So I've got, I've got to be able to like keep these things you know, from being eaten alive by the animals here. But do it in a natural way without having to put in all these fences and, you know, us and them and all that. So that's been that's been the focus of what I've been doing. And it's been really, really enlightening. It's like getting in tune with what nature's doing. I've learned over the 10 years here and then taking action based on, on that knowledge. All right. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you and everyone there for the Women's Wellness Conference. This is Lucian Gothier signing off with David Avocado Wolf. And we are wishing you the best day ever. <laughs> 